0: Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy-Mason. This week we watched Season 4, Episode 12 of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days with comedian Christopher Puttycomb. Christopher is a native Milwaukeean and has been in part of the comedy scene forever. He is the creator and host of Ampersand Theaters' I Should Know This, an improvised game show where the funniest answer wins. He's also a high school English teacher and father of two little girls. You can follow him on Twitter at Amper Theater and on Instagram at Ampersand Theater. You can follow us on Twitter at t- to underscore pod and on instagram at welcome to reality mke follow ryan on twitter at kidoba gooding jr and on instagram at ryan mason 18 please download subscribe and rate welcome to reality wherever you get your podcasts and now on to the show
1: Hello, and welcome to Reality. My name is Ryan Mason.
0: I'm Nicole Torpy Mason.
1: And we are back. We're still Mm -hmm. uh, safer at home under the guidance of our governor here in the state of Wisconsin. But we're lucky because we've been uh, watching some great television, um, (laughs) seeing people travel the world to do Mm -hmm. things that I couldn't dream of. Uh, And this week we watched 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, and we forced another... Uh, local comedic personality, Christopher Puttycomb, to join us and watch as well. Chris, say hi. Hey,
2: hey everybody. It's nice to be here.
1: Um, Chris is, uh, has been in the comedy scene for, for quite a while, and you work with Ampersand Theater. You have a great show called I Should Know This, which is kind of a quiz show um, that's performed out of the 889 uh, building, but it's more of a, it's, it's, it's for the laughs.
2: Yeah, I yes. It's I would say we are we're in the Ampersand building and we opened a theater um about a month before the whole state shut down. So great idea. Perfect timing. Right. Yep. So we're on Tenth and Wisconsin. Uh and it was it's uh it's a quiz show, but uh nobody cares about the answers. So it's um it's live music and a monologue and kind of a late night vibe, but it's pretty. Good. Ryan's been a guest and was slated to be a guest until, you know, people started dying of a horrible communicable disease, which, yes. mm-hmm. is not, which isn't, which isn't funny. So we just didn't have a comedy show anymore. Yes.
1: <laughs> it. You can't leave your house. Mm-hmm. It's Nothing's funny. So we decided not to do a show. That's great. Yeah. I would sure. think that's correct. You know, it, it is interesting in these times, like, we both are in the city of Milwaukee, so performing here is very much off limits. But like, as a comedian who travels, I've gotten offers that have kind of like trickled in from really far out rural places where they're not paying attention to the rules and stuff like that. So um, I've, I'm turning those down, obviously. <laughs> um, but it is it is inter- an
2: interesting time.
0: They're just like inviting Patient Zero into their like. They're just yeah, like get basically. the people in from the city, bring them out here
2: everybody here is sick already we want us to bring in some people or not yeah i mean there was and there was uh,
1: just an election in, in wisconsin in the the northern uh reaches of wisconsin now you might say like that's not really relevant to like reality tv or reality tv culture but it is because it was sean duffy's seat that got uh replaced is that true
0: that that's was sean true. duffy's what was. yep what do you know about that
1: sean duffy of course is famous for his uh role on the real world, like a million billion years ago, um, which is, As probably, is his wife and his wife, yes, yeah. which is a good segue into like, what Chris, what is your background when it comes to like reality TV? What did you, what did you grow up watching?
2: Well, I'm 46. So, um, I was not watching any really, I guess like the, the real world on MTV, but we didn't have cable. So it was around, sure. then, right. um, but I, I was aware of it, but I didn't really watch it. Um, Would you
1: watch like NFL films <laughs> on like Sunday morning I, where they were like showing behind the scenes kind of? Is there anything like that? that yeah, I like, guess this so. Quasi reality? I,
2: I I think the first thing I ever really got into was like the first season of, it was the second season of American Idol. Because the first season there were like, it was Ryan Seacrest and another host. And then they,
0: yeah
2: I think they killed the one host and buried him underneath the stage and then it was just mm-hmm. trying to take care of this the rest of the way he sucked out all of um, his energy i think that's correct right um, that's, well, how like, I, that's how that's how you like
1: game shows i mean you're a host of like technically like a game show quiz show type thing did you watch anything like that growing up
2: uh sure 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 i mean um all the all the like old you know ten Twenty thousand dollar pyramid or whatever. How many? Uh, are the. Um, or you, 20, you know, good, a the good, what's a good copper one? That's the one. Twenty thousand yeah. leagues. wanted to see. The I also like Hollywood Squares, which is good because uh, oh. good. So sort of corollary to my show in the sense that there's a lot of benefit.
1: that kind of like Hollywood Squares borders on, and like passwords sometimes borders on reality tv because it's not quite like scripted and it's it's not quite reality
2: but it's yeah. quite funny to i would say like match game too match like game, that yeah. one's
0: that's very funny
2: oh yeah yep yeah. i i do remember i the the first survivor season i was I, I was living in california for the summer with no television uh and and like there was all this like Uh, background noise about this show Survivor and when I got back I watched the final episode of it and I had spent the whole summer thinking it was actually people surviving on an island somewhere like they were actually like doing survival things and not just like (laughs) just being bitches to each other and like stabbing each other in the back which is
1: kind of like 90 Day Fiance because like when you hear the, the story of it or like sort of the synopsis you think like oh they're actually falling in love uh, to get married, <laughs> and then there's just like not a reality based around that concept on the show.
0: <laughs> I mean, do, I want to correct you. you. That,
2: do you think that do they? Do you think they think they are like they, they think patently or not? But like, do you think that you, they think they are? Is that what your supposition is? That's a good, yeah. That's a good
0: so, th- this is a, s- a spin off of a spin off, kind of. Uh, so, the original show yeah. is 90 Day Fiancé, which is, um, it was people who had K 1 visas. They had 90 days to get married. And then there was like Happily Ever After, which followed those people. Then there was Before the 90 Days, which is like, there's a law that to, to, Apply for a K one visa. You have had to visit the person in their country and prove that you um, have met them in their country, and that's kind of why the whole the saddest person on the planet kept going back because he has to prove that he met David, who met Lana. So this is kind of that. I would say the ver- the earlier seasons of Ninety Day Fiance, while drama filled and weird, uh, had some a, a little bit more legitimate couples than than we've sort of devolved into wait a second wait you're telling me go ahead
2: is the the law written that you need to have a camera crew there when you visit them or is that when
0: you apply for the k1 visa you have to prove that you have been there so there's like a lot of like if you watch like a lot of especially like the russian women or um Ukrainian, ukrainian women will like say like come and meet me and they'll take a picture in front of like a like a, a monument or you know like something that's like
2: newspaper with today's date on it
0: yes yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> so so yes so it is very it's yeah but i would say that earlier seasons had a little bit more uh had not completely but had more legitimate uh couples where it was like an american had lived doing work in a country for a year and met someone or you know stuff like that but now it just seems okay. to be 90 percent don't uh, know I talked in a chat room a couple times And yes, I'm going over there Going to pick up a person you paid for <laughs> I
2: I just learned about the whole suite of shows last night I, w- I had been aware um, I record another podcast uh, called Who's Doing What Now Which is a Doctor Who podcast with Beth Lewinsky and Vince Vigera um, And his wife is a big TLC fan So right. when we, we record in his basement studio And then we come up stairs to leave the house and 90, so I've seen 35 seconds at a time of the show so I you know I knew it was existed but then I I didn't realize that most of TLC, I think now is just 90 day fiancé say derivative shows. Yes. <laughs> but,
1: well, we should have him on and say like, <laughs> and then, you know, like your wife yeah. has this on in the background, like what's your, what's your, you know, level of tolerance for it. Cause right. the show itself can be kind of grating to me, but I do like the idea of like holding up a today's paper, you know, <laughs> because even if it was in Ukrainian or Russian, like, how would you even know? She'd be like, look, the Bors drinkers Vested the, you know, horse killers 5-0 in lawn bowling You know, like, that's, that was this weekend You know, I, I, it's hard to even tell Like, because yeah. Russia people... now Looks like the United States In 1982 If, like, nothing <laughs> If, like, a bomb went off,
2: right?
0: I, I, I will say think people would that...
2: see the picture people... Go ahead people, people see the picture and think this woman is either trying to prove that this K-1 visa is legit or she's been kidnapped. I don't... Or both. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fuzzy line. It's not a hard line.
0: My favorite thing about every, like, so th- they did this thing with David and Lana, probably because Lana was never on film, but where every time David would go somewhere to meet her um, and would be disappointed, which I think we only, s- did we see only once in this episode or
2: right so so. this man
0: has been dating this woman for dating quote-unquote for seven years he has been this was his the last time he went in this episode was his fifth time she has ditched him every single time but they would interview the people like uh, like he went to a restaurant with flowers he went to like her apartment supposedly her apartment and they would interview the people that saw him like show up and then sadly leave and they'd be like yeah this happens all the time and I just I'll take these flowers, though, and it was just perfect because they were always just like, "Yeah, Americans should not come over here. It's it's all a scam."
2: Yeah, the hotel concierge was like, "Oh, yeah, this is not good."
0: I think she literally just said, "Oh, that's sad."
2: <laughs> She's not wrong. I, the 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 best part was the. The 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 look that the private investigator gave him at the table, <laughs> Sergey, where he just like, <laughs> yes, he was just like uh, t- barely tolerating uh, him at, at every moment, and like the I think it's just funny that like he's he's hires this private investigator, so he's obviously has some doubt, but then every like every word out of his mouth is how like. No, this is you, you. know, the heart wants what it wants, and there's no turning back. Like, well, then why did you, why did you hire a PI who told you unequivocally this is a scam? To just I love be like, the
1: idea too. It's like I'm going to hire a PI in Ukraine. So it's yeah, like, how do you do this that? This guy worked for the KGB, right? Like that. Like there, there's probably just a lot of these guys floating around, right? He <laughs> did then have that look David, about him. David's like, you're just wrong. <laughs>
2: I the moment the moment where David fires him you can just uh-huh. tell like his back straightens up a little bit and he you know like tugs on the lapels of his uh black leather duster <laughs> and he just he like like he, he just feels that he's ret- like stolen back eked back a little bit of the dignity he's lost since puberty presumably
1: yes <laughs> since his first trip to the ukraine one of you're five. fired
2: <laughs>
0: You sir, no. He, he said, "You sir." He was so. He had yeah. it planned. You know, he yes. had it planned. He was practicing yes. in the mirror.
2: The day he hired him.
1: Do we? So I don't watch this show, mm-hmm. um, because when I'm forced to watch it, you, it's an hour and a half long. It's long. It is. It is long. Um, and it feel it feels like an hour and a half. Like,
0: not to me. It's <laughs> just close right by. Can
1: I ask? Okay, here's my. I don't know if you have questions about David. But I have some about David. Number one. Does he own, like, a black Trans Am? Like, what does he drive?
0: <laughs> I don't know that we've seen him in a car.
1: I would bet my life that he owns, like, a Trans Am or a Corvette. He's, uh, he gives off that vibe, like, so hard.
0: Yeah. I mean, the leather, the black leather duster, the, like, too much, too hair. much hair. Too much hair.
1: Oh, my God. If if, if you've never... That's like the if you've feathered hair over his ears. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah if you are... Somebody who doesn't watch Ninety Day Fiance, but you maybe you're listening because of us. David looks like uh, he has like Rod Blagojevich's hair,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. and then he's wearing
1: the same jacket that like Neo from the Matrix wore, right? So it's yeah. like Neo from the Matrix mixed with Rod Blagojevich. That's what he looks like.
2: Yeah, but and maybe it's like a little like bit of the, like the Ted jacket. Dancing. Yeah, the, he's tall, and the cut of the coat is like pretty dated like it's yeah it's like it's like puffy in the wrong spots and like yeah it's not yeah you're totally right it was like if you made a members only jacket into a leather duster (laughs) that would be
0: super cool it
2: would be a dream come true he feels like a guy that when he was younger was probably not unattractive um but probably very socially awkward
1: striking supposedly. out with
0: the ladies yeah something happened I mean. to that's him a,
1: that's what it seems like to me like not the kind of, I said this to Nicole when I was watching I was like David's the kind of guy who should meet a woman at a bar right but he doesn't have the social skills to like pull that off right no he's never been the coolest guy in the room
0: now i would like to say that as i well, i've watched this entire season um any sex worker would be just very happy to sit and have a conversation with him like and it probably would be cheaper than whatever he's been sending to Lana.
2: Oh, my God. That's what I wonder. Like, where does his money come from? I mean, he's taken five trips to the Ukraine.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I wonder, like, he obviously is looking for love, though, which is kind of one of the saddest parts about this. Because if he was just looking for yes. like, the physical side of it, he could have that. He could do that in Las Vegas. But he also is, like, convinced himself that he can have both of those things in a monetary exchange,
2: right? The saddest thing about it is, for in the context of the one episode that I saw, is it's the fifth time he's been flo- he's flown from Las Vegas to the U- to Kiev in the Ukraine to meet her, and then she he's like, "I'll be here at this time in Kiev," and then she texts back like, "Well, my nephew has a hockey game." <laughs> So, so I probably can't make it. They have like,
1: a very strict guest <laughs> policy at the rink. <laughs> like, no like, guests in Kiev.
2: Like, and that's the fifth time that's happened to yeah. him. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, like th- this is it. If she doesn't show up this time, I mean, the guy's got to have standards.
1: That was my. Fa- that might have been my favorite part of the episode. Was when he was like, "Now, fool me once." shame on on me or shame fool me once, shame on you fool me twice Thanks, George. you're gonna have to fool me three more times <laughs> and then i shall put my foot down and unless you no.
2: unless there was a hockey game and then you get a
1: six yes he went through the like opportunities where he was like, "Okay, there was a hockey game, and then one time she just got cold feet, uh, and then another okay. time there, uh, her, her grandfather died. It just happened to be fate that her grandfather died on that day." Okay, I can understand that. that we're in love, whatever. Next time you come back, childhood hockey game.
0: Like, <laughs> they're <it's just> so <laughs> different.
2: Yeah, I well, she ran out of excuses.
0: Yeah, I mean, grandfather
2: only died once.
0: (laughs) She has a grandmother. I mean, the fun. Like speaking of this, uh, like the last episode where he had been in Ukraine and he flew back, and his like buddy picked him up from the airport, and he was like, "You look exhausted," or whatever, and he was like, "I'm just done. I'm just done with this." And he's like, "Except
1: emotionally exhausted." He's like,
0: "Except that I know if she." Contacts me again. And I'll do it again.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> like God. he just knew. <laughs> um, t- t- tell Chris the- how long the flight is from the United States. Well, to they said it on the F. show.
0: I think that there's no direct flight. I don't know if it was this episode. There's no direct flight, so it takes him, I think, twenty four or twenty five hours to get there. He- this man has lost ten days of his life just in travel to not meet this woman.
2: He he's that guy in high school that had like a backbreaking crush on some girl who was more attractive than he was and more in a different social strata than he was, but he was like, ha- she's on like, one. Yeah. But she's, he was like happy to live in the friend zone, but like not happy, but was solidly in the friend zone. And she was but like, know, it's a, was if like, it's
1: a John Hughes movie, it should have ended like after high school
2: right like, it should have ended after the, the first trip to the ukraine would have been the yeah end.
1: this is like 16 candles only like
2: <laughs> if we, we get like went on for six years <laughs> yes
1: i feel like he he just strikes out a lot and makes bad decisions about like where where he should exert his emotional energy Like, don't exert your emotional energy into, like, flying to the Ukraine. Don't walk into a Wilson's leather in the mall (laughs) and say, like, this is the moment. When I walk out of here, she's going to see me. Like, there are ways to, to, like, bring peace of mind to the experience. And he chooses poorly. Nobody's making
2: making great decisions in in this show right (laughs) can we all agree that's true well i
0: will i will say that sergey's quote i think sums it up sergey the private eye and when he was interviewed after he said quote what he has done is really weird
2: (laughs) (laughs) i i i identified so much with sergey in this in, in this whole episode yeah watching it i just kept thinking like why? Why are these? Why, like, why are these people doing this? This doesn't. Like, yeah. What these people are doing is weird.
1: <laughs> there is something about like geography. Like, uh, there's a couple of the people on this show where you're like, David. I kind of understand in the sense that like he's a loser. So like for him, he has to go, <laughs> he has to go outside of his geographic area. I think to find his you
2: know way true outside love. of it. Yeah
1: right but there's other people on the show where i'm like you could find somebody that would date you in your geographical area or maybe i'm wrong about David.
0: i think david could i mean he's He's not he's a dork but it's like he 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 maybe needs somebody to tell him like you're trying to play in the eights and you gotta you gotta play in the sixes you know and that's okay
1: are you talking about cards because of vegas yeah
0: (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) The, the problem, the problem, I think, with some of these guys too, is they're white males that have some money, and that yeah. is yeah. just a toxic combination because they all feel like to to be the person that they think they are entitled to be, they have to be with this like supermodel type, you know. Right. When Lana shows up, you're like, oh, honey, that's no, that's it's just never gonna not, work. No, that's not. She's not a person that's interested in you. Like, <laughs> She's interested in the, you know, residency or, or your money, but that's, that is, that is the, like, I you be just like, came from Las Vegas to like be hustled by, like, that's what you can get in Las Vegas.
0: <laughs> yeah. What
1: is his, uh, what is his understanding of his own like worth and value too? Cause it's, like, does he think he's a really good catch or does he think American money or like the, the promise of America is so great that- that's what makes him a good catch. Like, did did Reagan
0: fuck him up? <laughs> like like- <laughs> Reagan fucked a lot of people up, but yes. I, I honestly don't. I, okay, I will say this: I don't think David. I think David really believes in the, um, like the fantasy of falling in love with this beautiful woman yeah. in a foreign country. I think he's a little bit like naive in that way. I think Ed is someone who thinks he's he's entitled to a younger attractive like arm candy type wife because he's a white dude with money from the u.s and let me tell you he might he might be wrong
1: yeah let's talk about (laughs) things uh where's his
2: neck
0: oh
2: did i think you sorry did i think what did i think
1: you you agree with everything big ed is doing right
2: (laughs) he's very sincere He, uh, Big Ed looks like if Chris Farley had lived and not been talented, that's what he would look like today.
1: And like a piano fell directly on his head and
2: (laughs) squished his neck down. Yeah. His, his, his neck, like at his, at his, like, uh, where his neck should start. It just gets fatter. It's very odd.
1: They've never, they didn't really explain that. I've seen this show twice now. And the first time we saw Big Ed, he puts mayonnaise in his hair Mm -hmm. for like some sort of regenerative, like prop. Well,
0: he dyed his hair because he's dating young Rose, who
2: perfect, should never guess
0: quite (laughs) young. Yeah, um,
2: he looks 12. She has her own kid already, yes, surprising, but she, yeah, she looks to be 14.
0: She looks quite young. I, I mean, she is. Uh, twenty three, twenty four, something like that. But yes, she looks to be about twelve. But um, he dyed his hair, and he gets uh really bad skin rashes on his head. So his solution was to put mayonnaise in his hair. That's a catch. I that's like a ca- that's a guy him. you want to date.
1: He's not like big. You know the idea of big. Maybe it was that he's like larger than life. I think it oh, was big. part of the connotation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they should call him Skin Rash. i think think, like in terms of scale he's big like compared to her she he's very large
1: i feel like in in density he's big if you were like he's (laughs) like he as a person weighs as much as a a bank vault and he's only five foot tall i'd be like that makes sense like there's some sort of mass ratio that's off with him if, if somebody told me he was five foot one but weighed 400 pounds, I'd be like, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, do you think, like, you could probably push him over pretty easy, is no what you're way. thinking?
1: Not a chance. Oh, you're thinking low center gravity. Oh, I
0: gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Yes.
1: Absolutely. If he gets on his back, he's never going to get up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he quoted <coughs> his height because <laughs> that was one of the things he lied to her about, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, I believe, told her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. He, I believe, told her she, he was five foot tall, and he's in fact four nine. Wow, oh, that, that's brutal. Yeah, I mean, it's well, you spike short, up, but...
2: the mayonnaise gives you some height. Yes. Yeah. Um. What? So what's what's the what's his um girlfriend's name again? Rose. 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 Okay, I, I do like in this episode where she was like, "No, like we're not. I'm not doing this." Like, yeah, she felt you. like. like
1: emboldened in at this point and she knew when to like turn it off, you know, because she had accepted a lot of gifts from him. She even had her son like calling him dad, which was super awkward. That's and, tough like, on the show. It happens her. a lot. Um really? that happens yeah. on the show a lot. Yeah. I mean
0: like various couples where they're like their kid calls the person who lives in another country that they've been dating only online dad. It's tough.
1: Yeah, that's a rough. one. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, Look, I don't even I, like when my I, kids I, call me dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I I just um I feel like I have a lot of friends that are uh, I have friends that are divorced that have kids and like when they talk about dating they're very careful about you know when they introduce the person that they're dating to their kids and I think like it's it makes a lot of sense that you would be careful about that in terms of like having all these other adults come in and out of their lives that way. And what is, and like, and, and all, when it comes to these people, like all caution is thrown to the yeah. wind all the
1: time. Just oh like, yeah. I can't imagine cause, though. You, Cause like big Ed, whatever you want to say about him.
2: trumping through the lives of each other.
1: Um, big, big Ed is really memorable. So like this kid is going to grow up with this, like, Hey mom, remember when there was that uh, bowling ball man that I called <laughs> dad for a while? Like she's gonna have to answer. Nah, for that for her a kid long was time. only
0: like what was he like three? He but won't how remember. Will you
1: ever forget Big Ed? He'll I'll be
0: like,
1: <laughs> I will never I mean, forget
0: him.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's been all over the internet too. I mean, there were some classic looks in this episode. What was your favorite Big Ed uh, look?
2: I think when he gets dumped in the bright magenta T-Mobile shirt <laughs> and the, like, umbro shorts. And, then, and he sort of, like, waddles away with his little phalangey hands.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, that's a tough walk away when you when you are that. <laughs> I do that shape.
1: Show, the first time that I watched this show he was in uh, the Philippines visiting her and she was like at her parents house. And obviously it's very hot there and he was wearing some sure. form of fra- fabric that was like cotton and you could just see all the sweat and everything. So at least that he, shirt looked
2: breathable. He looked he looked uncomfortable all the time. Every every second of screen time he looked like he was, I mean, he looks, I think under the best of circumstances, he looks like he's melting. because um, he's.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, quite literally. Let me actually, let, there was an episode where she made him shave his goatee and it was a huge mistake. Or his beard, whatever he had. <laughs>
2: he like lost all you, definition to his face.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it gave, it. it's like a, it's like a it really gives it a definition of where the the, the chin stops and the <laughs> neck starts and when she when he shaved it was,
1: that was brutal. less so <laughs> um you gotta take a short break but we'll be right back and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other characters um including ash and avery uh and some some of the other uh uh standouts from this episode so we'll be right back on welcome to reality Okay, usually we don't have a live read to do, or I guess a recorded ad, uh, but this week we do. Um, Chris is joining us for this episode, and he's a big part of the Ampersand Theater here in Milwaukee, which is a huge part of the comedy scene and the theater scene in the city of Milwaukee, and here's the thing, you can't go see live theater at a place right now. Is that right, Chris?
2: That's uh, correct. There is a What happened was there's a virus that's gotten loose And uh, we all got to stay in our house until they
1: wrangle it up. And those murder hornets, we should should say that there's one murder hornet loose in the ampersand theater, and they are not going to open up until they catch that dang murder hornet. Thank you. And so um, we're asking. Uh, um,
2: But what you can do is you can take classes online.
1: Yes, we've got classes. Uh, We've got donation space there, right?
2: Yep. Uh, so you can, you can donate or you can buy gift cards. Um, you can, uh, there are a lot of, they've been doing a lot of online shows. So there's ways to participate in it. It's uh, it is the, uh, the long form improv theater in town. Um, it's a really great uh, cute culture and community. And so we just opened the theater a month before it all shut down. Um, so uh, and it's beautiful. So help us out, man. It's, it is beautiful. It is very good. Have you, have you seen it?
1: I've seen it in pictures. And I took the virtual tour, which was super cool. Yes. Um, and I yeah. just know the guys who operate out of there, the men and women who helped to create that scene. So go to ampersandtheater.com and find a way to get involved and donate or take a class. Just anything to keep them going right now is super important. So we thank them. That's our plug for this week. And we'll be right back okay welcome back on welcome to reality i'm ryan mason
0: i'm nicole torpey mason
1: and we're joined uh today by christopher
2: puttycomb i'm still here <laughs>
1: what an amazing last name what is puttycomb have, have i ever asked uh, you that
2: i don't think you ever have it's in it's english i think it's a comb is like old english for a hill um it's it's english man
1: and then putty is uh that's uh for like a drunk guy who fell down so it's a drunk guy who fell down a hill
2: presumably
1: the brits unbelievable um christopher is uh uh the host of i should know this a super funny show you should check out their facebook page but we're talking about 90 day fiance before the ninety days today, mm-hmm. uh, we sort of covered two of the standouts to us. At least we didn't even talk about the fact that David, uh, the big reveal at the end of the episode, was like,
2: "Lana, real? She's real." I was certain she was not. Actually, I, I kind of figured she was because the the buildup was too, like, too grand. Was, yeah, to have her not show up. I think
1: wouldn't that have been great if they're like, okay, and here and now, total sadness.
0: <laughs> well, that's actually happened before. Oh, that's
2: right.
0: true <laughs> also w- not in this episode i don't think but williams is clearly a fake person right williams is there's another right. woman who is clearly being catfished on this season but
1: yeah th- this may surprise you that with this show this is even all the characters that they're following
2: are you kidding me like i did not know that
0: no yeah.
1: there is it's... at least no, two th- to three more couples
0: no not on this not on this show
1: yeah baby girl lisa mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, Baby right? girl. was she not on this episode. She wasn't really okay. on this
1: episode. The woman with the the lips who they've already broken up.
0: Yeah. Sort of. Oh yeah, Darcy.
1: Yep. And then um well Williams Williams and, and,
0: and
1: Yolanda. Yolanda, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Here's so, the thing, I yeah. watch every iteration of this show. So like sometimes I don't know who's on what and some of them are on both. And so I just yeah. Wow. I'm watching it all is what I'm saying. Like, yeah.
2: if you could not watch them, what would you do with that time? Great question.
0: Boy, I I guess read. I mean, I sometimes (laughs) still read while I watch it. So double time. No, actually, this is a pretty pay attention show for me.
1: I've said this in other instances where I'm like, I get the idea of a television program being background noise because I watch baseball, right? Like I like watching baseball. It doesn't have to like keep my full interest while I watch it. But like literally all, all it is is old men talking every once in a while and then like the slap of the ball hitting a mitt right that's all the noise of baseball that's it and maybe an organ you know like that to me is soothing but for you it's this show Mm -hmm. which includes people like shouting
0: yeah i actually listen to a lot of (sighs) reality tv just listen to it like while i'm making dinner Um, sometimes at work, if I'm doing something that is kind of mindless, I'll just listen, like I won't watch it. I'll just listen to it. So I just, you're a very
2: interesting person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's your
0: background
1: noise go to?
2: Uh, I also like, uh, watching, um, baseball games or basketball games in the background, like while I'm grading papers or you know, I don't know, like, wasting time on the internet, like, it's just, like, because the the pace is so slow, and if, and there's always a replay if something important happens, uh, so that's good, or if I'm in the house in general, I just have NPR on usually, and there's, like, news in the background, or, you know, wait, wait, don't tell me, or something.
1: That's, that's really soothing these
2: days, too, It's just to have the news on. <laughs> It's, yeah you know what it, it isn't actually it's pretty Hon- terrible.
0: honestly i told ryan he's gonna stop playing the daily in the morning because he would just play it in the kitchen and i was like you gotta stop this it's too it's too much
1: oh it's so good though um
0: you put on you put on ash and avery fighting or i'm not listening
1: yeah uh <laughs> let's talk about ash and avery a little bit okay. I think you and i were talking last night and you seem very transfixed with uh ash
2: uh yeah, I think he by the look on his face, he's transfixed by everything all the time <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you think like he, his his eyes and facial expression are con- he's constantly aghast like, Yeah. just like outraged that whatever just happened happened but but it's just it's a constant stream of that right. um, and it's and it's exhausting to I can't imagine being in the room with him. Let alone in a relationship with him. Oh
1: my God. I couldn't agree with you more that, like, he seems exhausting, is such a good word for him. If I was going to characterize mm-hmm. him in one word, I would be like, he seems exhausting to be around in every sense because he's like, go, go, go. And he's like very physically fit. He, you know, he's a handsome guy. His eyeballs, he doesn't blink or I don't know if he has eyelids, but he, his <laughs> eyes are always like very wide open.
2: No. You yes. You think he his
1: eyelids. You're just out.
2: No, I don't think so. Or he he doesn't use them if he has them.
0: (laughs) Now, Ryan suggested that his enthusiasm might be um, purchased. (laughs) (laughs) Might be what? (laughs) Purchased, like from, you know, someone who... Cocaine, I'm talking about uh, cocaine.
2: (laughs) He's got some, some chemical enhancement. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's
1: so refreshing to be around somebody in the comedy scene who like if you insinuate about cocaine They don't know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about
0: (laughs) I I don't I don't want to slander
1: Uh, He does seem like a guy who has used cocaine is what I would
2: say He and why is he wearing that motorcycle jacket everywhere?
1: (laughs) What is the fascination with leather with these people?
2: I don't know. The he ninety days seems refers to the
1: like... tanning process for uh, cattle skin.
2: <laughs> I I just so so he and Avery get in this big fight where he call he call he, her her she's upset because he starts the conversation by sa- accusing her of being horrible or so I heartless it, like manipulative heartless. or. Heartless is what it was. Yes. And, and I, as a, I've been married for a while. Um, yeah. Uh, and I've made my share of mistakes. Uh, I continue to do so, but I've learned a few things along the way. Uh, and one thing is like communication is important and you never really get good communication when you start off with a huge insult So, like, <laughs> let's have a conversation about how things are going in the relationship, you're heartless.
0: Yeah, that's a t- it gets tough,
2: it's really tough to climb back up from that. To, to reel, reel it in. <laughs> sure. So she's, so she's pretty angry. I mean, the pro- the problem with all of these relationships is like a legitimate relationship is very challenging for even like mature, self aware human beings with a fair amount of internal resources none of the people on this show have any of those things. And so like, right. they all, <laughs> they, right? They all think they have a relationship that they're in, but it's yeah. because it's all like on the internet or.
1: Yeah. And I, and like, I, I also would, I like that you say that you didn't even point to just intelligence too, or, or, or like mental acuity, because I've met people who it's like, these I are, could have. Yeah. These are like simple people who managed to, to maintain a long form, like loving relationship we've seen that there that 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 exists in families and stuff like that, and I say that because all these people are stupid, like many of these people like none of them strike me as particularly smart
0: i, I have an exception, but we'll get there
2: <clears throat>
0: they're they're not they're
2: not th- yeah, that's true, but I think the they're like emotionally dumb, like they yeah There's. St- they're so they're so like underdeveloped emotionally that they don't really know what a real relationship is or like what counts as love. You know what I mean? Like they 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 like uh, they keep talking about we're going to take this relationship to the next level, and I'm like, what what are the levels? What are you talking about? Like, that sounded that? to
1: me that's so like that that sounds like me in middle school being like I wow.
2: know that's what I mean. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about.
1: <laughs> like we gotta <laughs> fucking. We got a French kiss now, like that is... <laughs> that's the next
2: level.
1: Yeah, like... I got a, I got a list. <laughs> yes, there are bases to the list. Let's say, <laughs> but that, like, conceptually, I
2: oh man, like, and that's,
1: that's why I think that's it's so interesting because they're from, different but
0: they're all forty-two.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like well, well, a lot of the foreign women are except quite young. For Rose, who's nine, <laughs> <laughs> and Rose was more mature at that point. <laughs> yeah, she drew the. I, list. I know. Well, i i do I do want to throw one defense of Avery and I'm not suggesting that she i don't know if she's smart or not, but one defense I'd like to throw out to her is that Ash is this his
2: oh do you know his job job drugs drug sales
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not no there might be somebody here who has an expertise in that, but it's not ash
0: oh yes well <laughs> yeah um but I thought you were talking about yourself. I was like, oh my God, no, do you have God, something to tell no. me?
1: <laughs> Jesus. We're poor. We're just <laughs> plain poor. We're regular poor. Okay? Like, You're holding some, out on me. If we were selling drugs, we'd have a fucking cooler dog. Right? We'd have like a real meat dog.
0: <laughs> what? They don't, not a lot of drug dogs are beagles? So
1: yeah. No drug dealer has a beagle <laughs> as a dog. No. If you're
0: getting
2: your drugs like uh so what's your what's your exception to this to this? Oh, this isn't right? my
0: exception. I have a different moment uh, job, but but my point Hold on.
2: What's Ash's job?
0: Ash's job is that he is quote unquote a relationship coach. You're and that has kidding. been <laughs> And it has been sort of the beginning of the season it was sort of a bone of contention because Avery was like I feel like you're texting all these women and that you that perhaps you're just good at uh, stringing women along and, and, and telling yeah. women what they want to hear. Or well, what the relationship
1: you. that he coaches is the relationship uh, that your nose has with cocaine. <laughs>
0: Stop! <laughs> I, I, you I just, can't just they, say about him.
2: Allegedly, they have, do we have to say allegedly?
0: Yes.
2: Allegedly, and I'm the only one who's alleging it. Um, the 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 uh, they have this big. F- fight and then there's they're going to meet his ex-wife and his yeah. son right. which interesting which is huge it's a huge i mean there's some red flags there like that just seems like i don't know whose idea if that was the producer's idea where they're like we need to try to like throw in some four or five monkey wrenches here just to see what goes on but um but but the, but then they're supposed to stay in a hotel and she's like has some huge questions because he's been acting like an asshole yeah. Um, right. And they're just dating; they're not married. And she says, "I'd like my own room." And then he flips the fuck out. And I, it was, it's like, it's like when you like, you're in a long distance relate. You're like out of high school. You're in college, or or just just after college, and you're dating long distance. And you go to see your girlfriend, and you've got like a hotel room, and you're like you see her once every couple months or whatever it is, and you're like, this is, all right, this is gonna be great, and then you have a big fight, and it doesn't work out, and then you get super bitchy about it. That's what's going on with him at that moment. Right. So It's so unattractive. Right, it's very
1: predictable in that sense. I think that the car ride with um, the ex-wife of Ash and, and Avery in that car, I was like, waiting that whole time. I was like, okay, this is your chance. Like, ask like the hard questions like dish like but then they did sit yeah. down at a like wine uh bar and had a conversation about like okay but for me like as a uh i don't know maybe maybe it was just like the, i thought they were a little too prim and proper about it maybe it's because there's a kid involved but i've been like okay tell me uh the worst things about him or why shouldn't i do this right um i would have been very upfront about that but but to, I guess they have to maintain a relationship as, a, as Ash's ex-wife and him. So she was she was actually pretty cordial and diplomatic. Like, like I would say, she came across as very smart and and involved in some what we've talked about here.
0: Is well, it, I, sorry, go it, ahead.
2: No, that's fine. Uh, does it seem to anyone else that Avery is like a much younger, much hotter version of his ex-wife?
0: Yes. Yes. Ryan. The first thing Ryan said was, "Well, he has a type." <laughs>
2: yeah (laughs) i know and she's like super i think she's beautiful but like with the flattest affect of any person i've almost ever seen like she's like her personality is like chewing on styrofoam
0: well it's just because she's standing next to ash who's just he's got he's never blinking you know
1: confidence He's like a strobe light.
0: Uh, Wait, I want to just we, give him well, a little- Well, we should
1: say her job is like a weed Instagrammer or something of that nature. Sure. No, that's not her. That's her, her. her hobby. Uh, is that her? Remember, she made a salad and she put like a whole weed leaf on it.
0: Oh, I thought that was Stephanie, but no, you're right. Yeah, she's like a- she's like a.
1: That's her passion, but she a has another jo- a daily job that's more like-
0: I forget what it is. Yeah, you know,
1: she's, she's a surgeon or something like that. <laughs>
0: If only. I just want to give a little background on the Avery and Ash. First, the, the reason she was meeting the ex-wife was because Ash had continuously told her that his ex-wife, who has 50-50 custody of their child and that they're still friendly, was 100% okay with him moving his son to the U.S. And Avery has a daughter and she was like, that seems fishy. I want to won't like mom to mom sit down and like talk right. about this and like decide so i actually thought that was like one of the few emotionally responsible things she did
1: yeah yeah f- i'm not calling her dumb i think her weed instagram is cool
0: hey man <laughs> get yours yeah whatever <laughs> um but the fight that they the reason that they got into a fight was avery went to one of ash's um
1: Coaching sessions?
0: Coaching sessions. It was like a seminar oh, okay. version of the coach of like, you know, of his coaching. Right. And he just stood up in front of this group of women and said like some of the most sexist bullshit that I've ever heard. And like, God bless Australian women. Cause they were just like, I'm sorry, what? This is bullshit.
2: Yeah. And they were like, his, that's not a knife.
0: And his, yeah.
2: <laughs> Can, kangaroo, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and his argument when she was like, yeah, some of the things you said were Pretty bad, and and then he like that's where he was saying. She was heartless because she didn't support him in that moment of a group of women confronting him over sexist things. He's he's. A, so I'd say there's what, some red flags he, there. What,
2: what did he want her to do? Like just run up to the front of the room and be like, "Hey, you guys, that's my boyfriend." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What the fuck is she supposed to do? I guess because she also didn't agree. She was like, <laughs> "I, I don't think know. what you're doing, what you said, if the." whether or if you didn't mean it that way it sure came off real sexist and and god bless him because like he probably wants to get to the u.s because he could make money doing doing those seminars oh, yeah. in some places of the u.s with, his, for with sure. his
2: accent for sure
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah i would imagine that's i should do that i should get but he
0: seems like an asshole i guess is my point
2: yeah. Yeah, oh yeah and that and like the whole thing about like uh he mischaracterized the the divorce timeline <laughs> right and, and which I think the producers of the show really overhyped in the editing where she, yeah. you know. But, I but, feel like
1: he probably explained that to Avery being like, come on, it's winter when it's summer where you are. Like, obviously <laughs> it's confusing, you know?
2: Well, and like, I, to Avery's credit, she is like, you know, mom doesn't want to lose her son and I'm not going to be the person that takes her son. So this is kind of dumb. Like, which oh, yeah. totally, totally it should be like, I, like I hope, there's several reasons why I hope it's done, but like that's paramount among them. And for him, I didn't know that he had told her that that it was no problem for his son to move to the states. Like, yeah, that's
1: shitty. Um, that speaking is. of Australia, let's let's talk about Erica and Stephanie. This is like the um, lesbian couple. Do we say lesbian because she's bi? I think they're like,
2: bisexual.
0: Yeah, they're both bisexual. Yeah.
1: So the bisexual relationship—it's two women. Um, which is really a first for this show it is a first, right? yeah. yeah, uh groundbreaking stuff um they are both instagram they're both sixteen is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both they both just got their license, of course, in Australia, you have to uh drive a kangaroo, uh so hop in the pocket and
2: yep.
0: now, Erica yep. is the one I was referring to before as being like the shining light in in, okay, a, yeah. in a dark. Crowd. She's
1: the one with the pink and purple hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She seems okay.
0: I mean, this episode was tough because it was just them essentially breaking up, but right. she's been so sweet. Her friends have been amazing. Her parents were adorable. Like it she's been great. She's she's the shining light in this group of monsters. I mean,
1: didn't do anything in particularly like grand, you know, just like took a lot of shit from this other person, Stephanie, who was not very nice (laughs) sleeps in full makeup
2: they both do though yeah right that's what brought them together it's smeared all over erica's pillow in the morning (laughs) if you notice
0: i'm confused because that's how i wake up every day too
1: more beautiful
2: than the last (laughs) day dear (laughs) i i felt like stephanie has great like like uh I would say it's like facts of life, uh Blair hair.
0: Yes, it is very good hair. And I uh, yes, I love be, that reference.
1: Thank you for making us feel welcome as, <laughs> as also old people.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're coming off an episode we did with a couple twenty-five year olds and uh yeah, they wow. didn't know who Denise Richards was.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. You guys. Unbelievable. That's not, that's not fair to you. Yeah. Yeah. We had you're to be right. so we had to be around. Should we people. delete
0: the episode?
2: <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> Um, um I, the, the, I, that, I, go ahead I, go ahead No you no you go ahead I,
1: I just felt like you're right she has great hair um Stephanie and she has like a hang up right She's got her hang up is that she comes from a world where you know being bisexual or being uh on the like lgbt spectrum is a big deal to her family and so she's not very comfortable coming out so that's part of this storyline Um, but I also felt like it was a little too much a part of the storyline. But I couldn't tell if that was producers or her.
2: Right.
0: I I don't think that was part of this episode, but that is not the hang up that they have with their relationship at Mm all. Like their hang up is that Stephanie is very uptight, is really jealous. Like Erica, like she found out Erica had like hooked up with a couple people in her friend group and like. Flipped shit about it, which is why she like when they went to that that um game night. She kind of like apologized to them. Right. But she like threw a fit at this party that that Erica took her to. And it's like you're dating a woman who's like you're both like 24 years old and group of friends. Yeah, some people have hooked up. It's just like how yeah. that's in life. Like
1: Chris, you've hooked up a lot with a lot of your friends. <laughs> uh, what 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 is that like? It's great. <laughs>
2: I, I I feel <laughs> I feel like I, I don't I only it's you only have I only have this one episode to go on so like like you're saying Ryan like the the relationship is falling apart in the whole in basically the whole episode so like you got the I got the context of Erica coming after her parents and then I'm being like oh that's cool Uh, And then the whole, like, botched attempt over the phone or the video phone with Stephanie's mom. Um, But, like, I don't know. There's part of me that feels like Stephanie's not really bisexual. Does anyone else feel that way at all? Just me? I I don't know. know It's not
1: like they showed any, like, on-screen, like, uh making out or whatever anything in fact like she said that she's
0: like not very comfortable being physical that was also part of one of their
1: yeah that that might be the case i mean obviously this it, would be a big bump to her brand
0: oh it just
2: it just feels like it just feels like they're so young and it's like i tried this thing in college and it, you know i had a phase and i mean not to say that people that are gay or bisexual are going through a phase but sometimes i think people are trying stuff and it it doesn't stick or just like that's the thing they want it could be relationship
1: never. to relationship too like
2: maybe yeah right. right
1: what did she come out as to her mom when she backed off as, came out? Out as bisexual
2: oh what concession? she came out as having gone guns- She came out as having swam with sharks.
0: Honestly, great recovery, though, because if you were like, I have a confession to make, and then you were just like, I'm going to bail, like, great recovery, because she also has an autoimmune disorder, so she's got, like, so her mom is very nervous about her doing, like, risky things and, like, um, reusing, like, the mouth thing on on when you're snorkeling or whatever is a a huge issue, but um, real good recovery on her end.
1: I remember when I came out to my parents as having had swam with sharks.
2: (laughs) They were like, "No, I I just i i felt like that whole breakup was like super theater. Like Stephanie was done with that relationship for whatever reason." And then she was like, what? You didn't tell me that you had an ex-girlfriend? Well, I can't believe anything you say. And this whole thing is a lie. And I'm going to throw this bread dish. Now get out of here. Ah! Yeah.
0: It was weird.
1: I don't like any person who's like, hold on. You've had other relationships before? Like, that's a super red flag. It's not... usually As a person who's a grown adult now and, like, went through being jealous, you know, of, like... Girlfriend's other relationships. Now I'm like, oh no, that's good. Like that person knows how to be in a relationship, or like maybe they did some fun, cool stuff that I've never tried. Shark you know? swimming. Yeah, maybe they swam with sharks. Yeah.
0: I went through to make sh-
1: shark therapy to never swim with sharks again. <laughs> no, that's probably- you're right.
0: you're you're okay. Never mind. I take it back. Um, I honest- Richard, uh, may he rest <laughs> in peace.
1: <laughs> he he swore off swimming with sharks later in his life.
0: Mm-hmm. I I honestly think it's just an insecurity of she took this big leap to come out and to uh, be with this woman and whatever, and it just it wasn't working out, and I think that right. she think she correct. really like was like, oh my God, like she's being filmed. So she's like, now I have to come out to my family and uh, it didn't work out and what a mistake. And it's just like, it's fine. Relationships don't work sometimes. Like, move
2: on. I did think at the time, it just seemed like a force for her to have that video conversation with her mom. Like, I, I did think it was legit at the end when she was like, sorry that I bailed, but I really want to do this in person, which is totally fair. right right um and i and i'm i mostly liked erica a lot and i think it's a bummer how she got run out of that hotel room but um but like it was i thought i don't know i thought two
1: young people in a relationship (laughs) like where they're breaking up you know it's yeah it can be bad
0: can i say one one thing about the game night or two things actually first uh Bold move by her friends to play that game after she flipped out at the last party they were at because right. because of jealousy. Real bold choice of game, too. That beer looked like what, what, shit. I, what were they drinking?
2: That wasn't in this episode. It was. It was. Well, that like, the the previous the previous out. party she wasn't.
0: Had, she went to a party
1: previously. I didn't see this either. But then there was some big blowout where she was um, jealous. Stephanie was yeah. She was jealous because Erica had slept with one of those people in that room. Okay.
0: And then I would, this part, this... would
1: you like Would you freak out at that if I went to a party Like I've been to parties where I've met your ex-boyfriends and usually I'm like You know Nice to meet you like I, I don't know that We're gonna be best buds but you know I'm I'm not gonna yeah. Sit here and be weird about it And then I go <laughs> I, I <was> won
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, I plant a flag Right in the chest of my wife like, yeah, just,
1: <laughs> Guess who swam with sharks
2: And your husband seems nice, like kind of intense, but nice. (laughs) What's with all the shark bites?
0: Did he do the flag thing? He did the flag thing? Brought up sharks? (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: He wears chains. I blame her. I (laughs) I thought, uh, that's the best part about him, if I'm being honest. Um, (laughs) Yeah, if I was 23, I might feel that way, but not, not at this point in my life.
0: Isn't it fun just to be old enough to have given up on caring about things? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's one
1: of the best things. Let's talk about <laughs> Varya and Jeffrey. One. This is the last uh, thing we'll talk about here. Um, their relationship is sort of meeting and ends as well. Jeffrey it, proposes to Varya, um, kind of at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um, and then they they yeah, broke right right. the episode a little bit. Um, give me your take on. Give me your take on Jeffrey. I want. I just want to know like what what do you think of him as a dude
2: i think he's the worst person on this show like he's he's a fuck that guy like he he he's like oh my god i like he the 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 airport scene at the end just really encapsulates the whole thing for me because he like proposes to her and she says like i'm not ready to make this decision right now and I don't know the whole context of it, but apparently he was selling drugs in his past, or he had a criminal criminal past that came out on that trip. Is that right?
0: Am I mm-hmm. right about that? Yeah.
2: Um, so she has some legitimate pause, but she obviously has feelings for him, but she's like I, you know, like, I don't know that I can do this right now. And then he gets real manipulative and real morose and real like, he's on a trip to Russia, and she's on like a Guilt trip to oh, yeah. wherever he's staying. Yeah. Um, uh, guilt to and, stand. And like, is a real <laughs> guilt to stand, Thank you. It's one of the former republics. Um, and and he and she seems very and he's so awful to her. Yeah. Um, uh, and you can tell that like it's really hard on her. And then when they get to the, uh, he, he's like, well, fine, I'm just, I'm just leaving. Um, uh and and i'm going back home and this is over and then he walks like he walks into the airport and then she gets in like this huge crisis and runs in after him and gives him this big hug and is like "I'll you know like yes and he's like nope too late Like you can just you can just tell it's like that he's like he felt humiliated and felt emasculated and needed to regain power. And so he spends the entire fucking episode in the like mind fucking her. And then at the end when he recovers his power, just like cuts her out from underneath. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I just like, he strikes me as somebody who needs proper therapy, like who should go and like deal with some of the emotional issues that maybe he has around women. Like, He's not a bad-looking guy. He has a life in the United States where he has a good job and stuff like that, right? Like
0: he, yeah, he says he's gotten his life together.
1: Troubled past, obviously, but his behavior in that moment where it's very revealing. In those, in the moment where you're like breaking up with somebody or where you hear no, how do you react? And when he heard no, like I'm not saying that when you propose to somebody and they say no, that there's a great way to act. But I can tell you that a way you shouldn't act is then to turn into like a diabolical, like negging and like mean person. And that's kind of what he did. That
0: pat on the head at the airport was a nightmare. Like,
1: (laughs) Oh, I didn't even see
2: that.
0: At the end when she was like trying to like make it Good and be like i'm I'm not saying I want to break up with you, I'm just not ready to get married at this moment. He was just right. like, I don't know, and then he like as a way of goodbye, he just patted her on the head,
1: oh, like a dog, yeah, oh, I don't like that,
2: yeah, like or like a child, like yeah, he's there there's i think I think there's some like overlap in the Venn diagram between he and Ash, but mm-hmm. Ash is more Ash is more comic and a bit of a screwball and so like he's a little bit more charming uh jeffrey just seems like you like that woman could end up in a foot locker in his basement
0: now no i'm gonna say something that's gonna bring this down so get ready to laugh um so i looked into it because i was interested uh to see if i could find what his actual like because he had said he was in prison so what his actual um like how long he'd been in prison, whatever. And this is according to NikkiSwift.com who quotes extensively from Stargasm. So take this as gospel.
2: Legit. But
0: um he <laughs>
2: gospel t- gossip toilet.
0: <laughs> yep. Um he apparently not only has um drugs uh like dealing and use in his past, there is an extensive uh, um, domestic violence past that he oh, has that's as well. Not good. Which, by the way, TLC, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like- why are you doing that? I, I have said like the problems with this, yeah. show is the fact that it, number one, it borders on like child trafficking when you look at They're like, all adults. That's fine, but, but adult with the, uh, the, the power dynamic is so off. So, I mean, you could literally, like, kidnap somebody from their home, and, and if you're just going to be like, well, they're 18, they made their decisions, well, it could really affect your life for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, that's if a serious thing takes that- takes you back to this yeah, country.
0: No, that's a serious thing that, like, that they, you know, like- So, not, I'm not yeah. saying it's,
1: like, it's, like, human trafficking, not child trafficking. So, like, um, but, yeah, in that sense, it's really problematic.
2: That's like Ed and Rose, where Rose is like, I'm 12, I think I want to have more kids in my life. And then he's like, well, I'm 58, I don't have any kids. like, yeah, both very very reasonable positions for you in your life right now, both of you, which is why getting married is a terrible fucking idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like
1: Big Ed is kind of what the show is made for like the the lovable loser because there's some funny parts about Ed's life he rides around on a scooter with his dog and he looks like a character from sin city like yes that is funny <laughs> like it is fun to see him he puts mayonnaise in his hair but then the performative aspect of the show of him like trying to marry this woman mm-hmm. and remove her from a very destitute like sort yeah. of life in in the philippines is sad <laughs> it's very sad <laughs> Like, but you're like just chopping up veggies while you watch this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean Do you
2: ever see, there's a, there's a there's a documentary from a few years ago called Yellow Fever, I think, about this, about men, American men, older, oldish American men that are really into Asian women, and so they like Arrange to marry them from Southeast Asia or whatever, and it sort of follows this one gentleman who marries this woman. I don't know she's, I don't know where exactly in Asia she's from, but she like marries him, and then she gets here and like works her ass off to like put together a life, and like gets very disenfranchised with him because he's like a complete dumb fuck, like which is it's it's fascinating and i just if you like this show i think you should check that out because there's a lot of similarities in that scenario about like like yeah i would love you know this guy seems nice and i could go and live in a culture that's got more opportunities for me yeah because the reality of rose if she comes to the united states
1: is totally outside of her probably her realm, right? She, she may not have the acumen or the ability to do that. Like that might be an anomaly uh, to be able to like couple together a life that provides meaning for her. Ed is successful in his own right where he is, but he's not pr- successful in the ability to create a life for her, right? He doesn't, she, he has no chance for what she will do other than to like no be in his house for when he needs her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's gross. I'm not saying it's not gross. Uh, <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> I, think, on the same page. I think that the one thing about this, sh- not the one thing, but one of the things that, that like infuriates me about this show is that um, a lot of these men will be like, I'm concerned that she's just out for my money. And it's like, yeah, but you're part of this equation. Like, right. you're going to a woman who, uh, Whether or not it's fake or or the attraction is that there is such an opportunity and this power dynamic and like she is actually attracted to this person in that sense, which will eventually go away, right? But like, wait, what? (laughs) Or they fall in love or whatever. But I'm saying like he, they know that that's part of the dynamic, and like for them to just be like, well, this like I, she has to prove it to me. It's like, dude, prove it to her. Yeah, like.
2: I mean, just—I mean, I'm not 54, but imagine being a 54-year-old man. What do you possibly have in common with a 22-year-old woman from Manila? Like, what? What? What kind of shared interests do they have? Like, what are they? Like, it's nothing. It's a dude who's like wants to bone a young woman, and like he's leveraging. The money he has in order to do it, like that, like that, it's gross.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't date a twenty-three-year-old from Milwaukee.
2: So here's the no.
0: question that we
1: no. <laughs> so the question we usually ask is uh, at the end of all the episodes: is Will you watch the show again? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Uh, I uh, I want I kind of want to watch it with my wife, to be honest, because she um, you I don't know if you can kind of imagine this scenario but she's more into reality television than I am. Hard to say. Um, of course. And I and I find it to be uh, mostly soul-killing but um like uh but I but like I've enjoyed I like, I enjoyed tweeting or like uh facebooking with Ryan last yeah. night about it as I hope I wasn't like ruining anything by like but I No. I just because I think like... we
1: talked about different things and some of the things that we talked about, but I think that's that's a thing that, um, I think about when I watch these shows with Nicole is like, yes, this show is totally soul killing to me, and it's outside of my like area of wanting to be interested in these people because, like, I find them to be terrible, but we can have like a higher level conversation of like what this is if she's willing to like sort of go through those conversations and stuff like and th- that i find interesting although sometimes nicole's just like i just want to watch these people do dumb ass shit
0: i my <laughs> counterpoint to that would be football
1: oh see i don't really watch football
0: but i'm just, but like lots of people enjoy football right, and it's right, right, a horrible right. sport where that destroys are
1: conversation like a larger conversation <laughs> you know?
0: Popoverish? But basketball,
1: I'm willing to be like, here's this person's story. I can, I will tell you all of their stories. So maybe that's the agreement. Maybe I will say that you watch a little of this, and maybe your wife watches a little basketball.
2: <laughs> I will say this is, uh, I feel so good about the choices I've made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you fuckers are fucked. <laughs> uh I um I will uh, I I think I wrote at one point in the um at the end of our my my Facebook messaging with Ryan like love means looking past the thousands of red flags in your way. <laughs> Just like,
1: so maybe David is <laughs> is right.
2: Oh a hundred percent David is right.
0: I, let I just one thing about David, like yeah. the idea that he assumes that because she is someone using her real picture, she is also not like taking his taking money. his money and also yeah. taking lots of other men's money is is fun to me. Like he's it's, just gonna be like, gonna "Told be you guys, ride. told you." Can't wait to see how that wraps up. <laughs> um, and we'll how, wrap does,
2: up. how does he know that she's using his real picture until he meets her? Like,
0: well, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. The the private.
2: Don't you feel like all these people's perspective about love? Their their whole concept of love is based on greeting cards. I feel like.
1: (laughs) Russian greeting cards, Ukrainian greeting cards. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. I'm like the 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 guys are are super stunted in their development like generally speaking
2: right which, which is why they're there which is why they're not dating people that are within their zip code
1: right or they're like even their hemisphere i mean they're so
2: far <laughs> out the idea
1: that like a guy like david couldn't find some woman who is like lonely and wants to be around a guy who likes to send gifts and dress nice and go out to dinner that's all he's looking for right like that's it you don't you don't yeah. need to like get married just like have a relationship
0: colty's mom is available yes they live there. in vegas People are out there that
1: that woman i would stay away from <laughs> but um i want to say thank you uh chris for being on thank you so much uh, this is great um uh, it's yep. so good to see you it's so good to see anybody at this time um but it seems like you're doing okay. i'm glad
2: i could be here anybody
0: <laughs> literally anybody yeah
2: <laughs> it
1: could have been any warm body over there that's kind of how these guys choose their women. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was willing. I was willing to exactly. do it.
1: That's, that's all that it really takes. Uh, go check d- out ampersandtheater.com. That's our big plug for the week. Um, and uh, check out 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Any other plugs that you want to drop out?
2: Uh, if you like Doctor Who, my, our Doctor Who podcast is pretty good. It's called Who's Doing What Now. Um, aside from that, uh, I, I am stuck in my house so there's not a lot i'm working on exactly just like keeping my children alive you know check out my kids someday as functional adults hopefully i don't know we'll
1: see about that Um, same same for me we bought some game boy color games and we're we're praying that's what we're doing (laughs) so um stay tuned for that um thank you to everybody who's downloaded and listened uh and we will catch you next time on welcome to reality